Hey, hey, Super Gluer, welcome back to the Super Glue Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for joining me as we draw on our sources of strength. Hey, we're here to get real, share a morning prayer, and gear up for a kick-ass day. So today, we are going to question ourselves. Yeah, it's an important practice to question yourself often because when we question ourselves, we're really engaging in reflection. In our last episode, we talked about routines and the importance of cleaning them up during this season and looking back on our routines to see which ones are uplifting, which ones are scaffolds for us to carry us through difficult times, and which routines we need to drop. And so today, we're going to go further into that and really question ourselves, really thinking about where we are in the present moment and engaging in some reflection to really, really get mindful about this season of life, where you are, and being present, especially when we think about negative narratives and how do we shift those so that we can be prepared to handle things that come our way. I also really want to invite you into reflection so that you have an opportunity to really engage with and talk with your authentic self. And in doing this, it helps us to make decisions that are better for ourselves, decisions that are uplifting for ourselves instead of getting caught up in the day-to-day where we're not even necessarily making conscious decisions. We're just using routine as a way to go through the day. And we're really not thinking about how those routines are impacting us or how our day-to-day interactions or structures or where we show up, the workplace that we're in, are affecting us or not. And I think reflection is so, so important. We get so stuck in the familiar. And so I hope that you'll break out of that a little bit today and break down one or two areas of your life where maybe a negative narrative is holding you back. And so in this episode, we're going to be questioning ourselves and we're going to begin with this, listing the negative narratives that you repeat to yourself in your mind. So I can just say personally that I experience negative narratives, even with all of the work that I do, even with all of the practice of meditation and mindfulness and prayer and my beliefs, of course, I'm still human and negative narratives pop up. They creep up. I think we have to recognize they are absolutely normal. And our brains tend to go toward a negative bias, which we've talked about a lot. Our negative narratives also generally come a lot from childhood, things that were said to us, things that we felt, an emotion that was really strongly experienced that stuck with us. And sometimes they develop much later in life as well, being in certain situations or being around people, experiences that we have, experiences that robbed us of joy, experiences in which maybe someone harmed us or hurt us or shocked us, or um, we just really hold on to these negative narratives sometimes because we haven't allowed for a full healing, right? And so we have to examine where they come from and why we have them. And so when we do that, it is a part of inviting reflection into our lives, which can be scary. And when I talk about routine, I want to invite you to think about having a reflection routine. So when in your day do you stop to reflect, to kind of go back to maybe some of those negative thoughts that creep up, to rewrite those negative thoughts and those negative narratives 
Is there a time in your day, in your routine, where you are reflecting? And I think this is so important because sometimes we go throughout our day with those negative narratives running in the back of our minds. It's like a running tape sometimes. And we literally make all of our decisions or many of our decisions from those negative narratives rather than thinking about the qualities, the skills that we possess that help us to do great work, to help us to handle things that come our way, um, or thinking about the people that are in our lives that are supporting us, we can sometimes stay too deep into the negative. So re-examining the negative narratives is so helpful. And the reason why I shared this is something that I continue to work on is because I want you to know that it is a journey. And I always look at things on a spectrum. You know, I can say like at this point in my life, maybe I'm a little bit further on the spectrum of positive narratives than I am negative. It doesn't mean I've cleaned up all negative narratives and I'm just, everything over here is just so perfect and everything in my mind is just, no, come on, that's ridiculous. But I do think that we get on a spectrum and so that the work that we do helps us to move along the scale to more positive narratives that become more natural in our minds versus hanging out in the negative narratives, right? So right now, if you would imagine a scale, on one end are negative narratives, on the other end are positive narratives, and where do you see yourself um, in that in that line? You know, where are you kind of falling and how much you're talking to yourself throughout the day? And I think that, you know, when we begin with that, of how frequent Frequently, we are engaging in negative narratives. It can help us to um, impose a routine on ourselves to really sit down and reflect so that we can change it up. So to combat that, we often can sit down and list our skills and qualities that really do prepare us for the future, really do um, help us in the present moment, really have helped us in the past. So what are the skills and qualities that are a part of you past, present, and future that really do help you to thrive. And I think the more that we stop and we think about our skills and our qualities and we actually name them to ourselves, we list them, we make them a part of our routine, reflecting on them is a part of what we do daily. We are going to move along that spectrum of negative narratives to positive narratives more frequently And we can use that to draw on our sources of strength to know what our strengths are. Also listing people that you think of that you think of them as your chosen family, right? It can be your family, but truly who are the people that you actually choose and how do they help you move towards that more positive narrative? So I know that you've lived long enough to have both negative friends and positive friends, friends that move you along the spectrum in the right way and friends that don't. And so being really, really mindful of that or family members as well, being mindful of them and how much time you're spending with those people. Because ultimately our job is to go back to the skills and qualities that we were given, that were given to us Um, as a gift from God for us to be able to use our full potential and our own development to be able to do good work in this world. So this is really about asking ourselves the right questions, right? And when we ask ourselves questions, we may want to ask ourselves things like, you know, what was I doing a year ago? Sometimes it's good to go back for a moment 
and think about what I was doing a year ago and, and what's changed. And it can also remind us to think about what we're thankful for or areas in which we really want to clean up our routines or reflection or how we're spending our time. So going back, you know, one year, even just picking up your phone, going back to this day on this day, what are some of the pictures you took one year ago can give you kind of a memory uh, boost to, to kind of see where was I and how am I moving forward? Or if I'm not, what do I need to do in terms of spending my time to be more fulfilled, to move towards that positive narrative? And of course, in that, looking at those pictures or that time frame one year ago can also help us examine who we were spending our time with. Another big one that has been really, really relevant in my life personally, and I think a lot of it has to do with my faith, is how my money is being spent. And I want my money to be spent in a way that is empowering. And I am not, oh my gosh, I am the last person to lecture people on how you spend your money. That is like a such a personal choice. But I think when we audit our spending habits, we're able to see if we are being really impulsive and spending when we're in that negative narrative. So if I'm feeling really negative and down and I'm going out and spending more from that place, it may be an area I want to really examine and, and you know think about that because consumerism is going to sometimes get the best of us when what we really need is prayer and breath and time to reflect and think and rewrite our routines and rewrite that negative narrative rather than filling it with going out and spending money to make ourselves feel better. And not let me not act like I have never done that. I mean, it's not a lecture. It's more of just um, for me as a reminder to say to you and to say to myself to do an audit of your spending habits around your mood. Um this came up for us, you know, with the girls, I remember we would always, the girls and I would always go out, you know, and do our little shopping or whatever that we like to do. And the spending that we would do would be mood dependent based on me because, you know, obviously I'm the one with money, right? So when they were maybe like nine and 10 years old, we would go out, we go to the little, you know, justice store, whatever store they liked at that time. And they would ask if they could get something. And it, it, I realized over time that it was very mood dependent. Like if I was in a freeing kind of mood about money and I felt good about our financial state, which is, it was really an illusion one way or the other, then I was like, yeah, go ahead. Let's have fun. Let's get the cute outfit. But then the next time I would be like, no, no, because I had some illusion that we didn't have enough money and I had to hold it tightly. And so it was always mood dependent. So we actually put in place a budget for our girls and, you know, really sat down and kind of mapped out like, okay, how much money do they need on a monthly basis to be able to buy the things that they need, like shampoo and body washes and, you know, bras and underwear and cute outfits and whatever that we could afford. And we let them have some fun with it. And then, you know, they had to learn, right? And and we, to this day, they still have that. Um, one day I will wean them off this budget that they have now. I, well, yes, I mean, I will, they will have their own jobs, but in the meantime, it's been really, 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 really good for our relationship, for my mood, for my regulation of money. And so just something to think about, right? Like 
are there ways that we can put routines? That was like a structure, not necessarily a routine, but it was a structure that we could put in place that really helped um, to to fill our joy when we went shopping rather than um, to always be so mood dependent. All right. So the last question to ask yourself is, how can I be more helpful to those around me and myself? I tend to get really, really caught up sometimes when I'm in that negative place in what I need, I, 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 and to really, you know, get stuck on myself because I'm feeling negative or down. And so I think the more that we run on that positive spectrum, the more we're able to see uh, the people around us and what they might need. But it's a really good practice to ask yourself the question of how can I be more helpful to those around me and to myself and to really think about being more patient and more encouraging. And are you doing that for yourself as well? Because this is a true act of personal development. And when we are really focusing on others, John 8.32 says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So in other words, we cannot do our best work or hear God and really align to our purpose if we are not doing good personal development work, like questioning ourselves and really thinking through our use of time, our use of resources, our use of money, our use of how we're treating others, and of course, who we're spending our time with. And on that, let's get ready for a morning prayer. Father God, thank you so much for bringing this community together. Help us to engage in thoughtful reflection and not run away from reflection. Help us to not be afraid of what might bubble up, but to know that you will be there for us when it hurts, when it is hard, when personal reflection requires us to get real, to dig down. Sometimes it may make us cry, Lord. It may be hard to do this work and we want to ignore it and just keep going and doing the same things over and over again to protect ourselves. But Lord, you know that the truth will set us free, protect us from that harm and lift us up when we engage in self-reflection. I ask all this in Jesus name. Amen. Hey, super gluer, get out there and have a kick ass day. Bye.